Hey, let's go answer the bell, huh? If we just know what we're doing, work at it, and concentrate and do it. Hello, hello. Welcome into another episode of the Patriots Podcast. I'm Sean here with Ryan and JJ. Hello. What's up? Okay, so we're one and two. Not too bad because we're only one game out of like second place in every single division. There's only one team at 3-0 and in the AFC, and that's the Miami Dolphins. But let's talk about the Patriots playing the Ravens. Ryan, what we, what are your initial takeaways? Well, I was pretty excited for the first three and a half quarters. We were moving the ball really well against a pretty good defense. Um, we were somewhat keeping Lamar Jackson in, in check, but that was only three and a half quarters in. And I know the Ravens are going to score points. They scored some points on, you know, like Mark Andrews was just unguardable for a little while there. Um, but I really liked how they were kind of keeping them in check and, and just hanging with them. And it was a really tight game. It was a really good game until about midway through the third quarter. And then the turnovers, man. I mean, you can't play a team like that and turn the ball over that many times. And there could have been more. Uh, we even got the double score at the end of the, the second quarter. And to start the third quarter, really nice drive in the uh, third quarter. A lot of chunk plays, which uh, I think we're still getting used to. The offense is different. But I, I didn't think you could blame the coaching in this one uh, for the way it kind of ended. There's a lot of dumb errors, dumb mistakes that, that ended up costing us. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree there. We, we looked pretty... Uh pretty good throughout the first definitely in the first half it was we were keeping pace with them uh we were in a score within a point of them at the half it's pretty good and then the third quarter they basically scored a lot and quick our defense kind of basically clammed up a little bit i don't know if they made adjustments and we didn't uh it seemed like we started blitzing them more which lamar just destroyed which was pretty funny and then um yeah the turnovers turnovers started and kind of i don't know seven between five and seven minutes left in the fourth quarter you knew it was kind of over i mean mac kept driving and stuff um ryan i know you're saying you don't blame it as much on coaching you know mac didn't have a great game he threw for 300 yards but i thought in the first half it was probably one of his best games uh i just think they're asking him to do a shitload like we were running the ball awesome there were only 23 carries you know we were killing it with our running backs and we kind of went away from them and then you know a couple of the picks definitely one of them was max fault another one you know the one in the end zone to Devonte parker he clearly checked to another play and you saw him screaming it's cut fucking cover four but Devonte parker didn't switch his route so it's like He's supposed to be in the back corner there. It wasn't a great ball, but it shouldn't have been that easy of a pick. Devontae Parker, who went off this game. Um, you know, I don't know. It's a confusing game. It was really confusing after. Matt gets hurt. Now we don't know what's going on. Shit's up. Like, is he going to be? Now, you know, he's at, I don't know, the whole thing. Who knows what's going to happen going forward. I thought it showed a lot. This I will say that. Yeah. I thought that was a, <clears throat> a very distinct disadvantage against the Blitz. Again, um, making audibles, they don't seem to have any checks for audibles for the protection to get another guy in there to, or to pull someone to help out. Um, that just doesn't seem to be uh, a cohesive idea of how to pass block when guys are coming unexpected. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's a problem. Mac Jones has the worst QBR in the league against the Blitz 
by a long shot. Gosh. And I think he's got the worst, one of the worst QBRs in the league just in he, general. I think he's the worst. Right well, now. That's, yeah. that's based on all the turnovers. And that's the, yeah. you know, it's, it's really frustrating when you see this team move the ball so effectively throughout the game, through the air, on the ground. I mean, Ramondre Stevenson was terrific. Devontae Parker had a, a coming out party. He was tremendous. Yeah. Um, apart from that mistake that JJ mentioned, but, yeah. uh, Gosh, how heartbreaking was that fumble, Nelson Aguilar? Yeah, that was a big one, right? Like, that too. He's just pulling away. They Mac the hits him across the middle. He's making this big play, and then he just yep. gets punched out. And Marcus Peters picks it up in inbounds with like a couple inches to spare. It was just right, so yeah. heartbreaking. I was I was really hoping he didn't get that inbounds, but he did. And um, yeah, the chunk plays have been there. Um, the Devontae Parker throw specifically, uh, you got to throw that ball away. And Mac Jones, I, I keep saying it, he hasn't learned that part of the game yet. You got to yeah. throw the ball away, man. Take it, take another down. We turned the ball over four times. I think we can all agree it could have been at least five. And yeah. um, especially on that end zone, uh, what was it? Left sideline, Patrick Queen jumped the route, really should have picked it for a hundred yard interception. Um, we got away with that one. There was a fourth, maybe one play call I really hated. There was a, a fourth down where we, we tried to go to Bourne in the flat, three yards terrible. short of the first yeah, down. That was terrible. I, 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 they keep doing that on fourth down. Uh, when they do go for it, they don't what? run routes past the past the line to game. And it's just yeah. like, that's one-on-one. You know, like if you don't have space, then you got to get the ball out to the line to game. And it's yeah. that was very frustrating. The, the Mac Jones... Um, problem, as I see it, is, is just like he looks uncomfortable. So I don't know. I don't know what's yeah, going on. Yeah, I mean, you know, in my mind, I, I kind of blame more of it on coaching than than Mac. I mean, it's it's basically a combination of both is the real answer. Obviously, you know, Mac doesn't look great. He doesn't look, you know, um, super confident in his some of his decisions. And his whole thing was supposed to be decision making. And but on the flip side, you know, the way I look, I blame the coaches more because. In, you know, his terms of where he's come from, he's a second-year quarterback. The first year, he was really nurtured and protected by Josh McDaniels, who was your offensive coordinator. I mean, there were literally games where he didn't throw a pass. There was you know one what I mean? Game. One game. Okay, he didn't throw a pass, but there were other games, too, where he wasn't throwing the ball a lot. He had to make throws in third-down third situations, and it was very situational football for him. And now they're like, all right, throw it, gunslinger, you know, all this stuff. Meanwhile, he's getting absolutely crushed. <laughs> I mean, he didn't take a ton of hits, but the hits he's taking are blindside. Nobody got has a guy blitzing cornerback, blitzing safety, linebacker. It's not like a, a lot of D linemen coming after him. You know, it's it's guys that are unchecked and full speed at him. He's had two X two games. He's come out and had to be X-rayed. I mean, that, he's not the biggest guy. That fucking hurts. Maybe that's his fault too for you know not being able to take those hits or see it coming or whatever, throwing the ball away like Ryan's saying. But like to put him in this situation, especially in this game without Myers, you know Myers was kind of his safety net. He was kind of his throwaway guy or go to. This game, you know Parker had his coming out. They're not playing Kendrick Bourne a lot. Bourne was on once again. What was he on the field? Didn't even look at his how how much his he was on it. Snap count. He was able to yeah. be out there for a fumble. Yeah, born. Born, yeah, born fumbled. Did he fumble too? Yeah, he fumbled too. They, I mean, the 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 basics of of why they're losing these games. They're turning the ball over. They're putting the ball on the ground. They're putting the ball in the other person's hands. 
And that's true. Yeah, they're not winning the turnover battle. It never helps. They're losing the turnover battle in like every single one of these games. And <clears throat> they're tight games. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you're gonna lose the turnover battle by two plus each time, you're gonna lose a tight game. Like that's right. gonna be the difference. And the interesting thing about this game is we only punted the ball twice. Uh, we were moving the ball really well all yeah. day. And 23 carries probably isn't enough for our running backs. So I would like to see that. Um, I would like to see that get upped. I'd like to see about 30 carries a game. Well, really. Especially I mean, when they're running with that, this, you know, what was it, 23 carries on a hundred and something, what is that, 125 or uh, 14 yards? They were over six yards a carry, and Ramondre especially was, was effective. Yeah, dude, yeah. he's getting... It's unbelievable they don't run. And Michael Pierce got injured and left the game, and that was a perfect opportunity to, to attack attack the middle, and we kind of got away from it. I know they, they brought in their uh, rookie there from Connecticut, Travis Travis Jones. Um, but, I mean, he is a rookie, so attack yeah. him and see what see what he is. You know, and they, they made these guys – they, they kind of let him off, though, is what I would say. Also, yeah, definitely. Lamar Jackson. Is insane. He's, he's tremendous. Yeah, he yeah, escaped he sacks. I mean, he made Uche look silly. Which, by the way, it's the second time three games Uche has just totally whiffed. Whiffed. Yeah, they they put sack. in uh, Jennings. Uche really didn't play much in the second half, and Jennings played more. You know, one more thing I'll say um, about the turnovers, as you mentioned, like, you know, running backs, they can fumble too. But every time it seems like we get to the red zone, we throw. We kind of stop running the ball as much. And I could be wrong about this, maybe for not every drive, but I feel like a lot of red zone drives, we start throwing it. <laughs> and, you know, you they've we've always said, or people have always said, that when you get the sorter field in the red zone, obviously it's more difficult to score because tighter spaces, tighter windows, all that stuff. And that's kind of where our turnovers are occurring or on that half of the field. Not all the time, but, some, you know, why aren't we should be running the ball down there when your running backs are getting six and seven yards of carry. Run first and second down. Come to third and short. That's a lot easier to manage, especially Michael Pierce is out. You know, that stuff. Game flow type stuff. I don't think Patricia's really got the flow. He's not really setting things up for later. Like, you know, as I would complain about McDaniels, but McDaniels kind of have this flow of the game where he's like, all right, I'm going to set up this, I'm going to set up that, and then I'm going to go to the play action here, and they're going to bite. There was a play someone was talking about where in this, you know, close to the red zone, we did a play action on third and seven, and it was on the pick, uh, one of the interceptions. Mac was anticipating the two linebackers to take two steps forward or at least a step forward, and they didn't, according to the film, what someone was saying, I think it was Bedard analyzing it, said they didn't even hesitate. They went straight back right into the, the flat where the play was and picked the ball off, and there was only two receivers on the route. So you give a play action pass on third and seven, they don't bite because you didn't set up the play action pass. That's your yeah. offensive coordinator, you know? Right. Yeah, and I think we've only thrown ten play action passes on the year. They haven't worked. It's like that that should be owning it right now with our yeah. running game. They should be using the running game to set up the pass and, and they're doing vice versa. And the lack of not, a fullback is really showing up. It is. Yeah. yeah they don't John have an extra blocker in there and I guess Ramondre is the best of the bunch, but I mean they gotta do something. they're using him to run routes and not pick up the, the extra blitzer or at least chip him. Yeah. Which would be what we kind of need, right? I mean, guys are getting right through. Um, and I know our linemen have really good stats on PFF, but there's just a lack of awareness there about, oh, yeah, like, absolutely. hey, we, we shouldn't be double-teaming this guy. I don't know. You know, it's and, it's coaching, really. And like like you're saying, Ryan, too, like they're setting up – they're using the pass to set up the run. 
but then they put in people like Humphrey, who they're basically using as a blocker in there on running plays. So teams just know oh, he's here. He's not getting a pass. He's just going to block. Like I understand the theory and logic behind that, but our offense isn't good enough yet to have a receiver full-time blocking. That's why we got rid of Nikhil Harry. We don't need that. You know, we need people that are fast and have speed and will yeah. get open. There's a lack of versatility the there with some of these guys too. I don't know how many play. I don't have it in front of me how many plays Little Jordan got, but he didn't get one target. So you kind of know what he's in there for, right? I mean, yeah, you've set that standard. So your personnel is actually giving away the play, which is kind of the opposite of versatility and and what you preach. And when you have Tom Brady, Tom Brady makes that look a lot better because he's that good and that confident in what he's doing. He's reading everything the right way. You know, Mac Jones is not close to that, may never get there. <laughs> he needs to be you eased gotta into him, that. Yeah, yeah you've got to give him weapons that are running down the field, getting open, not trying to scheme around all this little, I don't know. I'm blaming <laughs> Matt Patricia. <laughs> he's he, he, figuring shit out over there. Well, there's, there's the belief when Tom Brady's on the field that he's got two plays in his pocket. When he shows up to the line of scrimmage, it's either I'm going to do the run play or I'm going to do the pass play. Right. We clearly don't have that, and so when Tom Brady would show up to the line of scrimmage with James White next to him, you'd be like, oh, well, it could be a run play because Tom Brady's got a run play in his pocket. Yeah. When Mac Jones shows up there with a clear running formation, it's like, oh, I don't think he's going to pass it on this one. Right. Like, yeah. The way that little Jordan is standing right on the wing here, he's going to be a blocker. It's all too predictable. Yeah. The whole thing is, is too predictable, and I don't think the offense has been – I don't think anyone understands the offense enough, whatever offense it is, to have enough audibles or, or checks or, uh, you know, uh, protection audibles yeah. to adapt. And they need to instill this quick because, I mean, now he's hurt. And Yeah. yeah. I mean, if he wasn't getting as, you know, obviously that happens a lot when you get sacked. You know, Daniel Jones has always had a terrible offensive line and he sucks. But, like, I never watched Daniel Jones and, like, rarely do I watch him, oh, wow, that's a sick throw. <laughs> Not really. That was a great decision. No, Mac has that where he can, like like you're saying, I mean, we strung together good drives, and he, you know, he'll make consistent throws. He went 22 or 32. It's just, you know, he's getting crushed out. The guy <laughs> nearly broke. He came off, the poor kid came off screaming. It wasn't a good look by any means. Literally screaming. <laughs> we might as well, yeah, address that. While we're talking about it, I mean, Mac Jones gets rolled up on, and it looks, I mean, it looked really bad. It looked it like it was going to be hurts. a fracture. That it looked like, like, do you, uh, I mean, like, when people have broken their fibula, Terrell Owens, I'm, gonna go, I'm going way back at this point, but yeah. when people have done that, that's what it looked like. Um, he hops off, he's, he's in, obviously, tremendous pain as he's going into the locker room. I'm fully expecting a fracture turns out no fracture at least from what they're telling us yeah uh they say high ankle sprain and for everybody high ankle means the inside part of your leg it's not the outside part of your leg oh is that really that's what it is so low ankle means the outside part of your leg high ankle inside part of your leg so if you watch how he got stretched it's like it makes sense that it's the inside part of his leg which typically takes longer to heal they still haven't said if if he is available for this weekend, he's preparing. Which is hilarious. Right. Like he's going right. to be. While at the same time, there are reports coming out that he's going to miss multiple games. So it's like this really weird misinformation game. Uh, I don't Secret know if they're team. trying to play with the yeah. Packers as Which, if I mean, Brian Hoyer plays Mac, differently. 
It's yeah. not like we have a Lamar Jackson type player and then a pocket passer. It's like right. you got two pocket. You're going to prepare the yeah. same way. And it's yeah. Brian Hoyer. Like it's not like he's coming in and change. Yeah, changing things around. It's like Brian Hoyer. If we're lucky, barely keeps the other. <laughs> right. Barely. I mean, I think you guys nailed that. It's not like it's going to change much. It's and Mac Jones isn't even playing well at all. Like, Matt he... Patricia doesn't have a smart enough offensive plan to even put together two plans. The you days know? of um, you know the cloak and dagger. And this guy could play and it will change your whole game plan. And I, those days are over. I don't really understand the point of the um, day-to-day yeah. comments from Belichick. Um, you know, Mac Jones says, talk to talk to Bill about that. He likes talking about that kind of stuff. Uh, right now, I'm just day-to-day. I'm trying to get better. Um, but we'll say the way he came off the field screaming like that, I don't want to see him next week. And I don't want to see him at 75% or 80%. I want to see him at 100%. You know what I mean? Like, he needs more time to learn this offense. And if yeah. that's uh, if that's playing or not playing, I'm okay with that. Like, I just don't want to see them rush him back because he's not even playing well to begin with. I mean, he could lead. Well, I think he already leads the league in interceptions. That's the thing. He is playing well. He's just making critical mistakes. I think, yeah. And he had... Uh, reference uh football reference has him with five bad throws last week but if all five are interception you know and and i think at least three of them were interceptions and i'm sure the fourth one would have been an interception um he did he's had two balls this year that could have been easily picked by any oh i can think of yeah i could think of two right off the top of my head and i'm not even factoring in but like i said two of those Two of the picks in this game, one was clearly coaching and the other one was the receiver didn't know. I mean, you want Max throwing the ball, so it is his fault. But, like, you need – if the linebackers don't bite on a play action, you're going to probably throw – like, you're in trouble. That's yeah. the whole point. You know what I mean? Unless yeah. your back is turned, that's on you. Meaning, like, if your back is turned for the play action and then you're just coming back and ripping it. Which sure. you, there's got to sure. be a read there. There has to be a read somewhere. He's being too careless with the ball. And one of the good things about Brian Hoyer is – through his career, he has not been careless with the ball until he gets in the red zone, which yeah, exactly. is the real That's problem, which goes back to what JJ was talking about before about running the ball in the red zone. Needs to be a priority, particularly if Hoyer is going to be going the quarterback forward. for a yeah, week they need more. Get these guys two touchdowns. Like, that is possible yeah. with this run. We have the power backs to do that. You know, it's not like we have little scat backs. We have two big bruisers that like being physical, break tackles, you know, break arm tackles. There's, We have the guards, supposedly, you know, I, I think on one who's a monster. Um, Isaiah Wynn, uh, lots of mistakes. Lots yeah, a of lot mis- of mental mistakes. Mental Fucking mistakes offside. when he's on, he's that was the other thing. A lot of penalties, a lot of penalties. That's coaching. Yeah. I mean, at a certain point, if you've been in the system for four years, yeah, is it coaching? Trade him. Some of it. Some of it is still. I, they are mental errors. Uh, jump, mental you know, errors. Starts to... Sloppy coaching. It's always slouching. The best coach team. They always say that, right? And it's still week, you know, only week four. They're saying, I think statistically, this is the lowest scoring season to this point. Is it? Yeah. Because this was the happiest I've been by far with the offense. It wasn't the offense for me. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they moved the ball fantastically. Yeah. It was. It was the turnovers. It was the the the. You know, you're driving. And you've had five, six plays, and then you then you make the terrible, yeah. terrible play. You get to the thirty, could kick a field goal instead of getting the points. You piss the ball away. Yeah, 
You know, if we got two field goals there in the end where we pissed the ball away, you're talking about a 33-37 game or a 32-37 game. That's still within a score, and we got the ball back at the end. Yeah. And then Mac got, you know, his fucking foot almost fell off. And I thought Mac broke his calf, or not his calf, his, uh, his shin bone. Yeah. That's what I initially thought. And for there to not be surgery, so a sur- surgery, I mean, you would require surgery with a torn ligament, right? So it's probably not torn. Right, so I'm I'm saying for him to be screaming like that and come back and play the next week is a bad look. Like, <laughs> I, and I, I know who really gives a shit, but at the end of the day, like, you can't act like that in front of I think he should and take then fucking this. play the next week. You look like a giant pussy. Yeah, or maybe that's... it looks tough. I don't know. No, it doesn't look tough. It, I mean, there's I, I there are memes out off. there, man. Yeah, yeah, there no, are there memes are. going he should around. Definitely take a week off because Green Bay. No one thinks we can win anyways. So it's like. That's not a great, but you know, you clearly need a week off. Take a week off. Come back for Detroit, fucking Cleveland, Chicago, a bunch of teams that are middling to suck, and get your mojo back for that, and forget about Green Bay right now. That's well, that's my personal. I also think there's two. Go ahead, Sean. Uh, well, I'm just gonna say that I I think if Mac Jones can play better than Brian Hoyer, he should play. He should go out okay, there yeah. regardless of whatever yeah. the reputational that, risks I are. That's, that's exactly what kind of my point was going to be. There's two different schools of thought on this. If he's your franchise quarterback, you want to protect him until he's 100%. But if you don't believe in him and you think it's your best chance to win games, you kind of throw him to the wolves and play him as well. So it's hard to – I mean, I don't really know. If there seems to be some kind of disconnect within the Mac Jones camp going to see a, a, a second opinion and – um yeah. Yeah, I have yeah. heard that there's a disconnect there that the coaches want him to play and um, or they wanted him to get the surgery yeah. or something. Yeah, which, and maybe he thinks he's not ready and it's going to cost him money down the road. Well, you know, uh, you know and I heard a, yeah, I heard a couple different things about that, but then I heard a couple people saying on the radio today that a lot of the guys who have gotten this surgery for the ankle actually didn't like it. They think it didn't, you know, cause other problems and those were like those were Max teammates. So maybe I don't know. The fact that they're talking about him playing I feel like someone could have said, well, hey, you might be better in two weeks yeah, or three weeks anyways. What do you need fucking surgery for if you're going to be better in two, well, two and a half weeks? I also weeks? heard in in some cases, which they called this ankle injury severe. Um, there's they a did. surgery that actually – there's a surgery. I forget the name of it. It actually speeds up the recovery. Tua Tagovailoa. Yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about. He uh, got it. Hurt, in, uh, Hurts Alabama. got it too. Right. And he was ready for the national championship game, and it only took him – what, a couple of weeks? Yeah. So. Well, yeah. I think if if he can play better than Hoyer, it's better for the team if he plays. Sure. Uh, I do think visibly <laughs> he looks like a wuss if he's going to be in that much pain and then he's able to turn it around and play right again. But right, then he right. kind of looks tough too. So it's, it's well, because like it was a bad a juxtaposition. injury. I mean, if there was nothing on film that looked you know, like it would hurt. You'd be like, what the hell is he talking about? But I mean, that look, I saw it and I was like, he's fucked. Like, well, when you, you know what I mean? When you saw Herbert get hurt and he's like hunched over and it's like, ah, Herbert looks like he's hurt. It doesn't have the same, I don't know, no, it's no, just no. something about Mac he Jones' face. Screaming. He was a child. Yeah. Not his face. He's got an he expressive was, face. You know, no, no, no. It has nothing to do with his facial. He was screaming. He was screaming. He was crying. Dude. Literally like, throwing, like didn't, like he didn't know what was going on. He was screaming. Yeah. I, you don't see a lot of people react like that. Maybe he doesn't get hurt that much. He's squeamish, you know. Like who? He was just like ah. 
yeah. screaming, like, emotional. And, and several minutes later on the way to the locker room, still screaming. It's I like, mean, he did hop off the field. It's not like he sat there, like, bawling his eyes out. Like, he just, like, wanted to get, like, I don't know. He was screaming, running off the field, essentially. He was, yeah. like, get me the fuck out of here. He threw another pick or whatever. Did he throw another pick or no? He just got killed. No, he, he got out of the game. He didn't play like, again. He didn't no, play again. It, on that play, what that wasn't a pick, right? Uh, I don't know. He I can't remember. Ball. That is third pick. Know. It doesn't oh, matter. I think doesn't it was matter. his third pick. Well, it does because if that was the play, he threw a third pick on. It's like, well, well, he didn't get hit during the. Well, the yeah, pick. he got he got hit well after he he got hit afterwards. It was oh, after. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but no. the point point being, Mac Jones has been moving the ball. He's been turning the ball over too much, like too much to the point where it's an incredible problem for the team. But going yeah. forward, we'll see if he's going to play against the Packers. We'll see if he'll play in subsequent weeks. But for this weekend, I mean, Mac Jones, Brian Hoyer, does it change our chances of winning that much? I think healthy Mac Jones would have favored. I mean, I, well, I, I yeah, just think Mac, healthy Mac Jones would, but, but no, let's say 75% no. Mac Jones. Yeah, no, That's what they were saying on the radio. No, I think Hoyer's better. I mean, I wouldn't. Like Ryan was saying, I wouldn't throw the kids to the wolf that in in that way. Like it's still week four, you're early, and you got the seventeenth game now. Things can you ha- it's a longer season. You know, if this kid's ankle's just a problem all season, you think he's going to be able to play through that? Like we've seen Brady, who's a freak of nature, play through like several weeks of an ankle injury, but a whole friggin' season, literally, and then playoffs. Like give the yeah. kid a goddamn week at seventy five percent. If he's at seventy five percent, you bench him. In my opinion, if he's at ninety percent, then you then you probably play him. I, I I think he's much better than Hoyer, um, but Hoyer might not be making the mistakes that he's making. You look at two touchdowns to what five interceptions. I mean, it, we we could easily be talking seven interceptions, maybe more. Um, but he's not playing well, and maybe he needs to play through it. But maybe this isn't the week to have him do that maybe you take a week off i think yeah i, think I don't know what the blitz numbers are for the packers I, I don't know how blitz heavy they are but that needs to get ironed out and if they're a blitz heavy team which i think all the teams that are going to be playing the patriots from here on out are going to say we need to blitz this kid because he's yeah. losing his fucking mind um in the blitz he's panicking and i don't blame him because he's taken some big shots already hurt his back hurt his ankle it's only week three I mean, more x-rays raised than wins. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's not an easy way to play the game. If this is your franchise quarterback, you got to take care of him. And whether there's a disagreement or not, this is a heavy investment. I mean, a, a, a quarterback, franchise quarterback in this league, I've heard multiple times, could be worth upwards of $250 million. You know, so literally you took him in the first round, protect him. Yeah, that's a good way to cap it off. Yeah, I mean. Franchise quarterback, it's it's a fluid term, but when you look at Ryan Tannehill with a hundred twenty million dollar contract, it's, it's insane. like yeah, and what so, Lamar is gonna get? You know, Lamar is fucking... well, Lamar. I'm I'm just trying to set the expectations a little bit lower. Where I go, Ryan Tannehill got a hundred twenty million from the Dolphins. From the Dolphins, Andy Dalton, yeah. hundred fifteen million from the Bengals, and these were guys that didn't work out. Yeah, true. Okay, so let's talk yeah. about a couple of the other games this past weekend. Titans and the Raiders in a battle of the unwinners. I, I want to say unbeaten. These guys hadn't won anything yet. In Titans the battle of up, the beaten. What'd you say? Battle of the beat. Battle of the beatens. Only beatens. 
uh, until the Titans beat the Raiders, and then the Titans get on the win board there. Uh, Raiders, 0-3. Yeah, oh, yeah, I was going to say. Josh McDaniels, everyone's shitting all over us with getting rid of McDaniels. <laughs> he can't even... He's got so much talent. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> he's going to be... He's on the hot seat. Make no mistake. Three weeks in, 0-3 is the only team in the NFL that's 0-3. There's a lot of talent on that team. So... He doesn't know how to use Devontae Adams. He is Closed-door no... meeting with the owner. Uh, that's not good. That's second. Like McDaniels? <laughs> good, yeah, dude. McDaniels and Mark Davis. Really? Yeah. Bad. Bad news. They right haven't there. had the easiest schedule to start either, no, have no, they? They haven't. But still, like, he's got the best receiver, I think. Hands down, best receiver in the league. And they're not using him. Well, Tyreek Hill, come on. No, I'd take Devontae Adams. Okay. But anyways, regardless, top two or three for arguments. And they don't... It's like not or having Tyreek Hill not. Yeah. He's not getting the ball. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Uh, let's let's move on. The Jaguars go into Los Angeles and beat up the Chargers. Obviously, yeah. Justin Herbert compromised, but Jaguars looking good. Uh, they are. Yeah. Compromised to to not just Herbert. I mean, the Chargers. I I don't think they have Bosa. They didn't have J.C. Jackson. They lost their starting left tackle, who has been unbelievable his first year and yeah, three yeah. games Rashawn Slater's out for the season uh, the Jaguars look good fastest time to throw of any quarterback in the NFL 2.3 seconds per pass for Trevor Lawrence uh, uh, Peterson's doing a hell of a job there that's a team that you don't want to play they're sneaky good uh, there's they a lot are. of talent on that team a lot of high-end talent um, what are they two and one they're they two, two and one? one when you look at that team they got you look at some of the guys that they signed on the offensive and defensive lines, and you're like, oh, man, they got some yeah. good talent. All right, Jawan Taylor's over there. Team. Yeah, they got the two backs. Two really good backs. I, I like Travis Etienne coming out. Yeah, he's good. He looks like he's starting to gain some of the form he had at Clemson. Uh, James Robinson's a good back. Christian yeah. Kirk, nice signing in the offseason. He's been putting up lots of – getting lots of targets. Um, I mean, they're a threatening team. I, I know that's not, you know, sexy – but the Jaguars to Jacksonville, no one wants to fucking go to Jacksonville. And, I mean, they're winning games, so you got to take your hats off to them. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, let's talk about the two biggest, I don't know if they're the two biggest upsets of the weekend. I mean, one of them was huge. But uh, Indianapolis beating Kansas City in Indy. Yeah. That one was yeah. obviously pretty big. Indy looked like potentially the worst team in the league mm -hmm. going into week the last three. two weeks yeah. and kansas city looked like they were going to run away with the top kansas division. city looked so good and then kansas city looked so good and then it's almost a repeat of what we saw i think it was three years ago where frank reich's team i think it was his first team as uh first year as the head coach of the the colts and they just like ball possessed for 40 minutes of the game and just kept patrick mahomes on the sideline and was like a 20 to 17 game is almost the exact same outcome. I believe it's similar to last year too, where they started 0 and 4 and then went crazy. And I, I think they're 1 1 and 1 right now, right? The Colts. The Colts are, yeah. Yeah. If they Those lost records. this game 0 2 and 1, I mean yeah. that's that would have been really fucking bad for them. I mean that's a ta that's another one. It's a talented team. They got good defensive players, really good, really good defensive players. They got you know some of the best guys at their position in the league when you look at um quentin nelson and jonathan taylor michael pittman's a really good player um matt ryan needs to get on track and uh, I, that was that's a big game for them that's a big win yep 
And then the other game that goes along with that, Miami going to, or actually Buffalo going to Miami. In Miami. Excuse me. Um, In a game that people were like, is Miami for real? Buffalo's obviously for real. And then somehow, I mean, Buffalo had, I think they, they had twice as much yardage as as Miami did. I think yeah. they they ran more than twice as many plays. Off they were in the red zone. It seemed like all game. Every time I looked over, it looked like they 60, were in the red zone. Sixty three passes for Josh Allen versus what eighteen? I don't have the numbers in I front think, of me. I'm... I think Miami had thirty nine oh. offensive plays in the entire game. They said Buffalo had like was it ninety? This is, is one possible? of those games where you look back. And you go, how in the world did this end up this way? Yeah, when you what look did, at the what stats, he do? Right? Did he fumble it a couple times? Yeah, he fumbled it. He only lost one fumble. It's really strange when you look at the stats for this one. And I think it was the 1 o'clock game, so I didn't watch it. You know, I'm watching the Patriots, so. Uh, yeah, I was just looking over during commercials and stuff. But it was just they couldn't. You know what it was? That The only thing I could see is fucking Buffalo was gassed. Yeah. Like, the heat. I I don't remember the last time I've seen the Heat get to a team, but like it was second quarter and Josh Allen was dripping in sweat, just looked gassed. <laughs> like that's rough. I mean, I get it. It's humid as fuck in Miami, so makes sense. It's a good good uh, home field advantage they got, especially and if they're decent. You know, everyone coming down there when it gets cold. Yeah, and you're screwed. I, I think the other thing is um, they don't have any kind of running game. I mean. Zach Moss, Singletary, James Cook, all these guys they have, they yeah. they don't use them to any kind of effectiveness. Um, you can't be having your quarterback lead your team in rushing every single fucking week. He's going to get hurt. Yeah, he's going to get hurt. I know he's a big guy. But Still. I mean, 63 he's... passes for 400 yards. Uh, got sacked four times. 47 uh, yards rushing. And then the next best guy is Zach Moss with 46. It's only 13 14 carries between their running backs. Um, that's their weakness, right? That's that's their only real weakness at this point is they don't play uh, Com- possession football. Yeah. You know, they don't they don't play ball football. control. And Miami took advantage of it. Yeah. Good. Warm down. Warm down that way. Tua got hurt too. The concussion? Concussion, but they didn't really say anything. I don't know. Did he get he, hurt? Because oh, apparently he got hurt. everyone's asking or acting like he didn't get hurt. Did you see him get hit? Oh, oh yeah, and then crunched. stumble and fall down. The clips yeah. online are pretty brutal, and they're saying he has a rib and an ankle injury. Oh, How does bad. that coach get away with that? I don't know if it's a coach. I don't know if I would put that on the coach, but the, that's going to be coach. But like, how do they get away with that? I don't understand. That's, that's a fine. Cool. It's got to be a fine coming, right? I he's, mean, he's playing right now as we speak yeah, on Thursday night. He's playing against the Bengals. He did not enter concussion protocol, and I'm telling you, that dude is fucking concussed. When yeah. you saw him get up, and, oh yeah, and like, it was like he's out. He looked That's a out of it. He went down two times. Yes, yes, twice. So two the times. The fact that he didn't enter Stood con- up, concussion down. protocol. Up. It, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a total joke. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they're making a mockery of the concussion protocol, and the the NFL should really be taking action in some shape or form. NFLPA you know. submitted something. And they were like, no, everything was followed correctly. And now, really? four days later, he's playing again. I don't buy it. Four I days later. I don't buy it, man. I think they're I don't buy it. circumventing the rules. And, I mean, we've been punished for less, you know? <laughs> for much less. So, we've been punished for fucking nonsense that... 
Do you guys no. see that somebody was accused of filming the Dolphins practice yesterday on Wednesday of this week? From where? From Cincinnati? From Cincinnati, yeah. Really? Uh, Somebody's like, oh, somebody was filming the Dolphins practice. Nobody cares about a walkthrough. Nobody's... In, who films a walkthrough? Idiots. I mean, yeah. I would not be surprised. I think they care everything at that level. Yeah. They don't just, get... And nothing's going to happen. You watch. Nothing. Nothing's going to happen because you're not the Patriots. If, if it, it was, was the Patriots, Patriots again, two are just run. Well... The Dolphins are the only undefeated team in the AFC. So the Bills were like, oh, are they going to be undefeated? The, this team is incredible. They beat two really nope. good teams. Not not them. Uh, the Dolphins are now 3-0. and I mean, if the Dolphins somehow, I haven't looked at their schedule, but if they work their way to 8-9-0, this yeah. becomes a story. What? Somebody's filming their practice. Somebody's oh, working oh. against them. Yeah, yeah. Is that what you're hoping for? No, no, because I don't care about the Bengals. I don't care what happens to him. Okay, let's move on and talk about one of the other games, also Heat-related. Green Bay going to Tampa. Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Doesn't Brady. happen that often. Uh, boring game. Boring-ass game. I mean, yeah. I was just, just going to say that. Nothing much new- happened until the very end when Tom Brady and the Buccaneers weren't able to convert on that. See, yeah. that's, that's what I like to see from Green Bay. Just a fucking snooze fest. You know, yeah, they need to be doing kind of something similar to what the Patriots need to be doing is running the ball with those two backs and they're not doing it enough. They're trying to get Aaron Rodgers to throw to a bunch of scrubs. I think Romeo Dobbs from Nevada is their number one at this point. Um, is he? Yeah. yeah, I haven't even I, when I watch him, I don't see Christian Watson at all. Their second round pick. Um, they don't look right. And, and to see Brady and Rodgers kind of both struggling to that degree. And I know Brady actually has some pretty good excuses. Dude, Brady's pissed. I don't know. Brady, I don't, he's he, not, ha- he, doesn't, he doesn't have, I don't know. He's still I don't got think it, he but had, I think there's too much going on in his life right now. Well, I don't think he had Godwin, Evans, or um, Julio Jones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, that. <laughs> That's kind of tough to lose they those have three so guys. Many, they have so many receivers still. I mean, I don't Who? know. Name, name one other Scotty guy. Miller. Russell Gage and Scotty Miller and, Ken, and the Bray Jalen, dude. They've got a good running Cameron game. Jalen Darden. Like, he used to make guys, he was making guys out of nobody for 10 years. Honestly, so, I was shocked by how good, uh, not good in this game because they were fucking atrocious, but the kind of names that were there after those three guys, I was like, wow, they're that deep at receiver. Yeah, they're but, super deep at receiver. But, but it's you still hurt. The game, it's still hurt. When you watch the game, it was drop central yeah. and fumble central from their receivers, and well, it was bad. Yeah, so Brady, I, yeah, I don't know. Well, if injuries, you know, I hope that he does good. I he's he seems like he's got a lot going on besides just the injuries down in Tampa. They just had a hurricane. He's got all kinds of personal issues. He looks distracted as well. We were talking so. about this the other day. Yeah. What is with all the money making schemes he's doing? You know why? I don't know. Why are you doing all that shit? What like the of football, like the, the Brady Bitcoin, TB twelve, the fucking subway, all Bitcoin, this shit. Yeah, like he's dude, marketing through the the like through the wazoo. He started. It's like, yeah, he's, he's turning into all like over the Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers type, where like you need to be front and center. I don't remember this Tom Brady. No, my my take on it, and this is probably a pro Tom Brady take, was that. In New England, it was basically like put yourself behind everybody. It was that was the message, and now he's in Tampa Bay, and it's like, hey, you can be front and center, and you can make all that all the money. 
that's out there and you could do the Powerade and the the Under Armour commercials you could do the Subway commercial it's all just a pain in the ass most of it but the other half of that is the more promotion that he gets personally the more promotion that TB12 gets that yeah. he owns the only thing um, I could think of really that makes sense to me is he's trying to justify continuing to play by how much money he's bringing in for the family. And it's know. like, I don't know. She that, that's, more no matter what. Yeah, I just, I just don't understand. I don't, you, I don't think he has a chance. You are, I don't know. It's too much. I think it's too much. Well, here's and, a little update. I just want to uh, interject. Um, we're filming this during, or recording this during the uh, Miami game, as Sean has said, and we were just talking about the concussion thing. Tua just got absolutely dropped oh, twice gosh. in a row and is on, made a really crazy position out of his hands, whatever that, you know, you'll a see the replays. position? Yeah, his, like, hands were, like, his fingers were all, like, looked like, I don't know what, they were crisscrossed and doing odd odd things that you wouldn't do normally. Like you know, that girl just, at the L.A. hotel? They're like, going to get Yeah, like, food. frozen in an odd position. And it so was just, like, I don't wish and he is on. down, and he is so talking about the concussion thing. Last week is definitely going to get revisited now because oh he gosh. wouldn't have looked like that. And good luck to them and good luck to him. So well, first, first of all, I mean, all thoughts out to Tua. Holy shit, that sucks. Yeah. That sucks yeah, he's, big time. He's still down. We'll see if he, they get him up. Wow. That is uh, negligence but from God their damn it, yeah. medical Miami staff. Dolphins, holy shit. Blew it. Absolutely I... blew it. We'll see. I mean, it was a bad hit. He got slammed, but it looked like legal. To, I mean, maybe it was a little much, but I think that's a legal hit. If that is I the saw. case, and I, and I think it is, be, just judging part by last week and what you're saying now, that's got to be a heavy, heavy fine, maybe a draft pick worth that, of, You know what I mean? Like, that's that's I no think, joke to well, mess with someone. That, They've made whoever it clear the team that doctor no is got to go. If, yeah, it's not if, good. If that is the case, if, 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 if. And I mean, he the play before he did, they threw a flag on it. He got like hit low, and it was like questionable. You know, not a good hit, whatever penalty. But then, yeah, <laughs> I think it was a was play later. To, uh, I was listening Flushed. to Pete Kendall talk to Tom Curran on Tom Curran's podcast. You guys remember Pete Kendall? He played offensive line in the league for years. Oh yeah, went to BC. Okay, well, he was saying that Mac Jones should go for a second opinion from an outside doctor, a third party, um, and have the you know that evaluation done there because the team doctors for teams generally are there for the team you know and and they well you know they're who's writing the their team, checks i mean exactly, exactly exactly so they will probably give you a sunnier view from the coaches and teams perspective than yeah. they would for the player yeah and they would probably like you to wait till the off season to have something that needs to be done done even if that means that it's going to shorten whatever your possible career span could be yeah and your risk yeah. for re-injury right so yeah oh that's sad Brutal. look at us all cynical anyway they just brought him yeah they're bringing him off the field we'll see if we, i'll give you a heads up if he gives us a thumbs that's up that's a okay. long time he was on the field that long well he's strapped up on a thing now we need to talk thing. about the patriots and the packers this Let's is do it. this doesn't happen very often this has happened maybe like five times in my football Someone's watching very excited. life uh and he but, should be he should be the Packers are in just legendary, just legendary franchise. There's there's a YouTube series that you guys can watch. Any any listener, uh, I think I'm gonna that, pass. I... That breaks it down by the decades. It's fantastic. Um, yeah. 
by the way, I'm going to Lambo for other listeners. Yeah, that's who you've made it clear. <laughs> Obviously, I'm a, I'm a huge nerd about this stuff, but um, Patriots played the Packers in the Super Bowl, obviously, in 1996, and they lost. Desmond Howard, Brett Favre, the whole thing, Reggie White, uh, and they, they played each other several since then. But this time, first time, uh, non-Tom Brady quarterback playing the Packers, going into Lambeau Field. Into Lambeau Field for the first time since 2014, which was a Patriots Super Bowl season. Wow, okay. I, yeah, I, I, I think the last time I checked, they were the Patriots were 10-point underdogs. Yeah, I mean, heavy. that's heavy. heavy. Um, well, who's going to play quarterback? I mean, that's... It's the big one. That's the big one. Um, I think Green Bay's got a, a pretty talented team, other than receiver. So it's basically the same guys coming back from last year, right? Except other than receiver, and uh, the linebacker there, mm-hmm. what's his name? Uh, to, to Darius Smith, did he go yeah, he, to uh, he was a good player. Minnesota? He's in Minnesota, yeah. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think from what we've seen from Green Bay is because they don't have that super high-powered offense. In in just in general, as we spoke earlier, that the league hasn't been as ridiculously as ridiculous offensively. I think we can play a, a, a you know conservative game. Try and keep it conservative. Play good if we can play good defense, and I think we should be able to go against these receivers pretty well. I mean, we have our secondary hasn't you know it has had really last week was a tight end. Our, so our secondary has been playing pretty good. Duggars is still a little banged up. We'll see if he can play. But if you can keep them in check, I mean, they really haven't scored what more than fourteen or twenty points this year. What was their high score? It wasn't a lot, right? Mm. They've well, scored. A, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, the twelfth-ranked offense. So it's still it's not catastrophic. Still pretty good. I mean, I mean still pretty I, good. I think we can be competitive with them, and if we just go big on offense, let's friggin' run the ball. Let's get our tight ends involved because nobody has seen any of that, so no one will really be preparing much for them because they've sucked to this point for whatever reason. Hoyer's the person maybe to get them going. I don't know why you know we haven't really been going to them. Go big. See mm-hmm. if we can get someone to get in there at fullback or a lot of blocking and run the ball, score when you can, keep the ball out of Aaron Rodgers' hands and try and get after Rodgers a little bit. You know, he can run a little bit too, but he's he's not his offense isn't right. You know. Yeah, I think that you need to just be careful of their run game because it's it's much better than their pass game at this point. Yeah. Um Aaron Jones is a threat out of the backfield as well to catch the ball. Um defensively, I think that they're pretty good. Um sixth rank uh defense in the league right now i know it's early um <clears throat> but you can run on these guys they're not they're a better pe- they're a much better pass defense than they are run defense and i would love to see us go super run heavy in this game uh um, yeah. 15 carries for uh damian and, and 16 to 17 maybe even more than that for ramadre i think ramadre is going to have a big game in this one and tagging onto that, I would say running some more play action off of that run game mm-hmm. is going to be mm-hmm. really beneficial to Brian Hoyer or whomever is the quarterback that starts the game. Yeah, and uh, by all accounts, I, I, Jair Alexander is back for them, and he has not looked like the same player. That's something that maybe I would try to test early and, and just see what's going on with this guy, you know, because I don't really mm-hmm. know. I would if say he's the right. opposite. Really? We've got. You stay away from him? I feel like our weapons are so balanced. It's like Jacoby Myers and Nelson Aguilar and Devontae Parker. It's like, just stay away. Just stay away from them. Uh, whereas, I think one one thing that I think we have all texted about is Jonathan Jones has been playing tremendous football. 
Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. The PFF score is out of control. I think he was he the number one ranked corner in the league. He's the number one ranked corner. Yeah. So uh, just utilizing him uh, in a position that he hasn't been utilized before. Not not saying that they have a Devonte Adams or somebody like that that is going to need that attention, but using him in more of a isolated role and then rolling extra resources. Yeah, there's no reason he should be relegated to the point. I mean, he's he's not like a small small guy, you know. There well, was one playing him a lot week. outside. Yeah, they've been playing him outside pretty much all the time right? this year. Um, yeah. yeah, so I think he's done a hell of a job. There was one play last week where you know I don't know how he keeps up number one. Um, but, uh, I think it was Rashad Bateman caught a ball on the left sideline and kind of juked him and then ran past him for like 10, 10 yards. I was, you know, that's not great, but he's got the number one coverage score in the league. So yeah. sometimes I wonder about PFF though. I mean, they, they have guys ridiculously high and I see him make mistakes and I'm like, how is this guy so fucking high? You know, <laughs> yeah. they, they had Jalen Ramsey number one last year, all year. And I'm watching the guy get fucking burnt and I'm like, Roasted. yeah, I'm like, why? Yeah. What what are you seeing that I'm not seeing? Mm-hmm. So, I, I I take all that PFF stuff with the, with the small grain of salt. Yeah, you know. Okay, so Patriots going into Green Bay. What do we got for predictions? I can start us off. Oh, this is so dependent, right, on on Hoyer or Mac Jones. I don't think so because we're either getting a a compromised Mac Jones or we're getting Brian Hoyer, and I don't know if those are too different. But okay. given yeah, that, I think that's fair. that we had Green Bay, Tampa, 14-12 to 12 last weekend, and Green Bay's got a really solid defense. That's not all a function of Tampa Bay missing a bunch of their receivers. They had a really good defense in, t- in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm thinking the Patriots are going to score 16, and the Packers are going to score 20. Oh, he's taking on L. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I think... I'm hoping our defense plays well and has a bounce back game. Uh, Rodgers is getting sacked. Their offensive line is in, you know, whatever. And we've talked about the receivers, so I'm gonna go with them. I'm gonna, we're gonna win. We're going in the Lambo 17-14. I don't really believe that myself, but yeah. that's what I'm going for. <laughs> I like that you guys both pick low scoring games. I think that's what it's gonna be. Um, I hope so. If it's not a low scoring game, we lose. There's I think no now chance. is the time to just milk the shit out of our running game, and I think. Yeah. I'm going to go opposite of uh, of Sean here, and I'm going to go 2016 Patriots. Wow. Yeah. I think, I That's think my this guy. is the first game of the season uh, Ramondre will break the uh, the century mark. I'm wondering if Ramondre okay. is moving his way into the first string. He got one you more carry than is? Damian last week and two more targets. I think he is – I said this last year. I think he's a more talented player. He, he is. looks I like mean, a special – Good, but Ramondre, when he kind of gets going, it's like, ooh, he's got some, he's got some steps, he's got some moves that others don't have. He's extra. He's got he's something surprisingly extra. quick, and he's got, he's got some fight to him, and he's, and he gets, he makes himself small through yeah. the B gap, and then yeah. all of a sudden he bursts out of the B gap, and you're like, oh, he's huge. You know what I mean? Like he just makes himself small for a second, and that's I think good. that's something you really can't teach. It's pretty impressive. He's a big guy too. All right, let's talk about a couple other games this weekend, and then we could wrap it up. Jacksonville going into Philadelphia. Jacksonville Dude, did, could not believe five weeks ago if we said this was a great game, but it is. It's a great game, yeah. It's and Jalen Hurts is player of the month, and um, Philly's on a roll. They're gonna. It looks to me like they're gonna run away with that division. Uh, but Jacksonville's been playing well. It's a return of Doug Peterson. 
I believe, to uh, to Philly. Exactly. I'm going to go sneaky, sneaky Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. I'm I gonna think take that's Jacksonville. the name of a play that Doug Peterson's been drawn up. Sneaky, sneaky? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, they're a fucking surprising little team. If you if you think you're going to walk on them, they're not the walkover. So it's a lot like the Lions this year. Yeah. You know? Yeah. like it. Very good. Okay. Uh, Bills at Ravens. The Ravens coming Ooh. off a big win. Bills coming off a tough it's a loss. Great game. Great that is game. a great game. game. Lamar what's, what's Jackson the, uh, looks top notch. I mean, Josh Allen's right there in the MVP race. Yeah, they're both one A and one B for MVP. I would say. Um, where is it's in it's in Baltimore. It's in Baltimore. Big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah, I gotta it's say, I gotta say though, I think Buffalo gets right. I mean, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I'm going. I'm going Ravens. I think the Ravens. Lamar. We didn't really give him enough credit in that whole thing. We didn't really talk about him. We were just kind of shitting on the Patriots. Lamar was insane. It, lo- it seemed like he threw for way more than 200 yards and just his runs. It's like if he wanted to, he could. it feels like he could just run, you know, play, and get 40 yards. There's, there's something weird there with Lamar where, like, he throws a lot of bad passes. He does. He throws – he'll throw, like, a few really bad – like, the pick was a bad pass, bad read, you know. Didn't I think a good. lot of it is like he could throw all the throws, but when he's off balance, I don't think he throws as well. Um, you know, yeah. and obviously he could do it all. He's got all the talent, um, but I did notice a few bad fucking throws last week. And I'm gonna say uh, Buffalo. I, actually, you know what? Buffalo's are they missing both their safeties? Yeah, last week like they were, a Hyde yeah. and Poyer, the Pro Bowl safeties. Yeah. Oh God, I kind of you know I'm I'm gonna switch it. I'm going Baltimore. How about that? How about that? Uh, next one up, Broncos at Raiders. Broncos, surprising two and two and one team. They look that like looks shit. really bad. And the really? Raiders, a team that looks okay, not good, but okay. Zero and three. Yeah, I've been so underwhelmed with with the Broncos. Uh, Russell really? Wilson to me is like the biggest bust in the league right now. I mean, you could say Mac Jones too, but I mean, like, no. No, no, no. Russell Wilson's making forty-five well, yes, million dollars yes, a year. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. like guys that you thought were going to be good, yeah, and, but like they haven't been good. I think, uh, I think he's a Mac big Jones and Russell Wilson star. topped that list to me, and um, Russell Wilson has been fucking atrocious. Like nothing like he was before. Yeah, um, he's horrific right now. Yeah. So I'm gonna go Raiders get right. I want to see Max Crosby and that defense get it together. Yeah, they got. Um, they need a win. They have had some meltdowns. Yeah. If they don't win this game, they're in some serious, like, 0-4. You know, I know we only got one win. We go 1-3. and Yeah, that's bad. 0-4 is obviously worse, and it's just what that means for your team. Like, the statistics of you getting to the playoffs now are fucking nearly gone. Like, If they go 0-4, is that a blessing in disguise? And they fire McDaniels. He just comes right back. I don't know. Who do you back? get? Who do you get back? I mean, McDaniels has been sought after for eight years. Yeah, but he hasn't well, taken anything. And, and when he was the head coach. blowing it. <laughs> He's an offensive coordinator. We he haven't seen him do anything. The offense stinks. He's got the best offensive player, arguably, in the league, and he doesn't know how to throw him the Don't know what the hell that is. Why are you he, – he had a receiver last week. Some other guy got like 160 yards. It's like Devontae Adams. All he's using Devontae Adams is a decoy. It's like, dude, he some... is better than all the receivers you had in fucking New England for the past 10 years. Like, use him like the best receiver. They He's had not. another no-name receiver go crazy last week. I mean, they went off. It's like, why yeah. is... <laughs> Renfro is another one they have there. I mean, they got players. 
There's Josh Darren Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Uh, Where's Waller been? It's like, what, McDaniels forgot to call offense? Yeah. Okay. So it sounds like the Raiders. Uh, Kansas City at Tampa. We think it's going to be at Tampa. Uh, Potentially could be moved to a neutral site depending on the weather. But Mahomes and Kansas City coming off of a really tough loss in a dome in Indianapolis. Yep. Going to Tampa, who's coming off a tough loss at home against Green Bay. Chiefs never has has Mahomes ever beat Brady? Yeah, they beat him last year. Oh, they did beat him last year. Okay, yeah, right. It was a great game. It was it was that game that Tyreek Hill scored three touchdowns in the first quarter. And they're getting Mike Evans back. And he waved. Oh no, that was two years ago. Two years ago. When he waved at Antoine Winfield as he was going into the end zone, and then Winfield waved at Tyreek Hill as he picked off the ball in the Super Bowl, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and got fined for it. And I was like, "Yeah, worth it." I don't. Ha- oh, I do have the injury report. Uh, Godwin limited with hamstring. Russell Gage limited with a hamstring. Uh, DNP's Perriman. Rashad Perriman is another one. I'm like watching the, the the Bucks game. Like they got all these receivers. Um, and Julio is limited with a knee. So there's a lot of guys limited, and Mike Evans is back. Man, that's a good game. Uh, I think Kansas one. City gets right, though. I think you're not going to keep them down. I think Kansas City probably wins that game. Where is it? is it? If they move the game, is it in Carolina? If they move it, it's in Minneapolis. Minneapolis? That's what yeah. they decided because it's a dome. What a move. Yeah, That's right. a big move. That would be a really big move. But ev- everything is pointing towards it's going to be in Tampa. Uh, Tampa Bay, they need to... I mean, they need, obviously they need to throw the ball. That that's going to be their bread and butter. And I gotta say, Kansas City has to start to lean on this run game. They have n- never developed a run game. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire does not look good. No. They have other backs that they can go to. I mean, Jarek McKinnon. Every time I see him, I'm like, that guy's good. I don't know why they don't go to him more often. I gotta say, in my heart of hearts, Kansas City's probably gonna win, but. I would prefer. I want Tampa. There's a, there's another running back in uh, Kansas City, Pacheco, Isaiah Pacheco, the rookie. Yeah, he's looked pretty good. I don't know why. He, did Hilaire have two touchdowns last week or the week before? I don't think so because I, I'm pretty sure Hilaire is averaging like 1.8 yards a carry this year. It's really. Bad. I thought he got into the end zone a couple times. I don't know when it was, but um, <clears throat> he's yeah. not doing great. He's not. He's not. He's, he's kind of falling off a little bit less last year so huh yeah yeah not looking good monday night la rams going to visit their divisional rivals the 49ers jimmy Jimmy g back out there as a starting quarterback didn't have the best debut in denver now he gets to meet uh cream of the crop in the nfc the rams how the how are the niners jj uh i don't think i I mean i think they're gonna garoppolo is gonna get it going a little bit. I hope this is his first game, first time practice. Right last week he came in. Was it last week Trey Lance got hurt? No, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah, he didn't look that great last week. Yeah, hopefully he gets it together. I think the Rams don't look as good as I expected them to. Not even close. They look, they look pretty sloppy, so might be a bloodbath all around. I'm going to take the Niners because I think the home field advantage gets them a little bit. I, I want to see. I mean, the Niners have so much talent on offense. Between Debo and I know Kittle's a little banged up, but he's still a talented guy. And Ayuk, hopefully they get it going. You know, I like all those players. I I kind of root for them a lot more than I would root for the Rams, anyways, as a fan. So yeah, 
I, I, I'm looking at the Rams' offense in particular here. 25th ranked offense in the league. Yeah. They don't what look the hell's good. going on over there? I mean, I know Cooper Cup is a serious threat. Everyone else, Allen Robinson, like, where are these guys? Can't Useless. Make and yeah. like, we, we all wanted Allen Robinson in the offseason. I don't know if he's terrible or what, but he I doesn't seem to be showing up. He's not getting it. I don't know what's going on over there. Um, oh, is Odell Beckham still a free agent? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for fuck's sake, bring him yeah. back. Bring him back on short money. I mean, they are struggling. 25th ranked offense for that team. Uh, Daryl Henderson and, and Cam Akers. Cam Akers kind of is seeming to get back on track, um, which I, I like to see. I got him on my team. So, um, But that San Francisco uh, defense against the 25th ranked offense, I'm going San Fran. Yeah. Who's the Chargers playing? Who are the Chargers playing? Texans. Oh, all right. You usually get right. going, getting right there, yeah. Yeah, and they Bills listed uh, Steelers, Bears, Giants. Bears, Giants is kind of a fun game. Titans no, it's cold. not. No, it's <laughs> the Bears are unwatchable. Dude, Vikings, Saints, not a bad game. Commanders, the, Cowboys. Bears defense is pretty good. The Trubisky offense, it's like it's so frustrating. You're like just just like pitch the ball to Chase Claypool. Just I do like anything besides Herbert. what the you're Vikings doing. Vikings games on at nine thirty. They're starting that nine thirty bullshit. They're in London. Oh God. Get ready for it. There's four London the games and one Germany game this year. Who's playing in Germany? I don't know. You'll find out. The Terrible. Germany? That would suck. Oh, so far, dude. The Germans uh, love so football. Germans are great. No problem with the Germans. Uh, <laughs> Listen to you. I got no is problem it, with the Germans. <laughs> is, is it the Allianz Stadium? Is it where Bayern Munich play or where, where are they playing? Do you know? Uh, they usually play at Wembley. In London. No, that's London. I'm talking about Germany. Oh, I don't know where they're playing. In that's Germany. interesting because I know Wembley's massive, like a yeah. hundred grand. It's like a hundred thousand, yeah. Yeah, uh, hundred thousand so, Jaguars what, fans typically. Yeah, what's going on with that? that is that uh, Sheik? Is that the guy that owns Manchester City or something? Like, I'm why sure are there so many fans there? The Jaguars for for a while were like, we're gonna get the London market, and then maybe they were thinking about moving there. I'm not sure. But uh, they were, that was hey, you thing, know what? Yeah. They'd make a lot more money if they moved to London. They make stupid me, right? Yeah, Jacksonville's a shithole. <laughs> I mean, that's that's one of those teams that like is probably the worst fucking destination in the country yeah, to, to to be at. I mean, I know it's sunny, but for fuck's sake, there's nothing to do there. Looking it's like back, going to Fort Myers or something, you know? Yeah, looking back, you're like, how did they get a franchise? Right, uh, yeah. St. Louis well, doesn't have a fin team. There's so many. You're like places. Salt Lake City, like nothing. Portland, Oregon. Portland, yeah, there's yeah. some big like, cities there, out there. There are towns that do not have teams, and Jacksonville's got one. What? Yeah. Right. Yeah, and then fucking some of these places. Los Angeles has two. I mean, Des Moines. Uh, I mean, the the number of states that have no pro sports teams is yeah, outrageous. Nothing. Alabama. I mean, Alabama is one of the most pro football states in the country. Yeah. No. I mean, what's what's the capital of Alabama? Montgomery. Yeah, that would shitty. That would be shitty. They just call them Alabama. Birmingham's right in the middle. Alabama Jags. Yeah. I mean, hey, the Jacksonville Jaguars are missing an opportunity to go Jaguar dots circles with the dots in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the yeah. Jaguar print. <laughs> Dude, I always thought that. Like, why don't they? Why are they teal? I don't think you know? do that. Yeah. Dude, the jaguar. You ever see a jaguar? No, I've never seen a jaguar. Have you seen one? Yes. Not they're person. like the fucking most beautiful animal you'll ever see in your life. Like when they're relegated to jag. Yeah, 
They're, they're, not rel- they're relegated Get to Jacksonville. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. All but. right, I'm going to leave everybody with one uh, trivia question. We're not going to answer it on this podcast, but there are seven teams who share names, as in like nicknames, throughout the four major sports teams in North America. So, for example, the Patriots. There are four. There are seven teams that share those names throughout the four major sports teams. So it's like 128 teams or something like that. Yeah. So you guys can all think about which ones those are and which ones are shared, uh, <laughs> because we're already talking about the Jaguars. So that one is adjacent. It's not the exact one. But thank you all for listening. Let's go Patriots in Lambo next week. Yep. And I'll, I'll be yep. back to give a first person account and you guys can give a much better account based on the ins plays and such. Copy that. See you. Adios.